Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and today we are going to talk all about stress. I know that you guys really responded to last week's episode, which obviously is my mood booster, but we talked a little bit about the stress diagram and like the stress curve. You can see it on my Instagram at mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Follow along for more helpful tools and mood boosters, obviously. So I posted the diagram and a lot of you really related to it. And I know that this is a super stressful week. So that's going to be our current mood combo today. But first, let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week. Starting off with my worst mood this week because last week is the cause of it, I got sick. Obviously, stressful, thought I had COVID. I didn't, thank the Lord. I'm very, very safe, so it kind of would have been shocking if I did get it, but I didn't get it. I was sick because I literally burnt myself out. So it's kind of perfect for this week's episode because it's pretty much exactly the opposite of what you want to do. I sacrificed taking care of myself a little bit Not in a sense of I wasn't sleeping or I wasn't doing kind of my rituals, but I was just stressing myself out so much. I think once you get emotionally drained, it really does affect your physical health. And I talk about this all the time, but it's true. People don't realize how anxiety has physical symptoms and stress causes strain on your physical body. And it's really important to take care of yourself because I'm living proof that when I don't, That's how kind of all over the place my brain is and I physically get myself sick. So on Wednesday, I had a sore throat. I like slept all day. On Thursday, I had a raspy voice and a headache and slept all day. So naturally, obviously, I thought I had COVID and I got tested and it was negative and I just realized like my body's telling me I need to like take a breather and I need to rest. And so That's what I did over the weekend and obviously now I feel better so I wasn't really really sick. I think I just literally made myself sick. So the worst mood in that is obviously being sick is the worst and the moment you're sick you're like all of a sudden I want to take over the world. Why am I sick? So it's a good reminder that we're very, very lucky to be healthy when we are and we should not kind of stand in our own way because when our body shuts down and we don't have control of it, it's really, really a worse mood. And honestly, I think my best mood is getting through that week and really kind of doing more planning and understanding of what I want my future to look like. And it's an ongoing process. So I know we talked about planning a couple episodes ago, but I think especially getting sick really kind of hit me of like, okay, I really need to 
take care of myself, take care of my mental health, take care of my time management, because I'm really, really good at procrastinating. And it's like, there's half of me that's business oriented, the other half of me is completely creative. And I just think my best mood was connecting with the people that understand me on the business side, because I always talk about how amazing it is to be vulnerable and connect with people. But usually I'm referring to friends or family. And I really did that kind of in the business side of my life and really connected with all the people that love me and support me and that have helped me in my career and really just been honest about what I need and what I want. And so it is a really good opportunity to also prioritize your mental health in the workplace. And so I did that finally this week, which was a best mood. And it's not as scary anymore. I'm not piling it on myself anymore because I think an easy thing to do is pile it on. So my best mood was kind of letting it go and knowing it's going to take consistent work every single day to make sure I don't do this to myself again and burn out. But at least I learned from my mistakes and turned it into a best mood by being vulnerable and making sure I'm taking care of my emotional and mental health in the workspace as well as just in real life. Before we jump into mood boosters, I want to talk to you guys about one of my favorite, favorite things, Athena Club. Athena Club offers safe and sustainable self-care essentials all in one spot. They have a wide range of products from body care, wellness, to period care that are delivered exactly when you need them, with free shipping, always, so you're never worried about running out of your essentials again. And Athena Club knows that we deserve better than having to choose between either cheap disposable razors or overpriced brands. You guys know I have made the switch to amazing razors from Athena Club and it is a game changer. I don't have to worry about any skin irritation. I don't have to worry about rusty blades, no razor burn cuts, etc. That is why I'm so thankful I found the Athena Club razor. And it's expertly designed with the sharpest patented blades on the market. And they're enhanced with a revolutionary water-activated serum that has shea butter and hyaluronic acid for a skin-soothing shea with maximum hydration. Hyaluronic acid is key, you guys. And in fact, Athena Club razor is the only razor designed with hyaluronic acid. I love using the razor with the cloud shave foam. I love feeling soft, smooth, and clean. It is such a mood booster getting into bed and just feeling so refreshed and taken care of. I absolutely love it. And the best part is the razor kit is only $9. You guys, $9. And it includes two five-blade razor heads, your choice of a razor handle color, and a magnetic holder for easy storage. I get new blades shipped regularly, so I never run out, and I have not bought a razor at a store since it is truly incredible I have a cute blue handle because I have tile in my shower and they have the best magnetic holder it is literally stronger than anyone else's on the market it is like so impressive and fancy and I'm obsessed with it but don't worry you guys it doesn't stop an incredible razors with Athena Club they carry all the self-care essentials you need from period care to body care and even a probiotic and multivitamin and every product is vegan and cruelty free. So stop using razors that under deliver and switch to Athena Club. Sign up today and you'll get 20% off your first order. Just go to athenaclub.com and use promo code MOOD. That's A T H E N A C L U B.com with promo code MOOD for 20% off. Now let's jump into this week's mood boosters. Speaking of getting in a clean bed with fresh shaved legs, I realized that I was not making my bed in the morning and I used to be so good at it and 
I didn't really think anything of it just because we've been staying home for so long. And so part of me was just like, whatever. I just have realized that I kind of just wake up and go into work mode. And especially after having my conversation with Meadow on the podcast last week, I was like, I don't really do anything for myself in the morning. So I started with something small, just a little mood booster of literally making your bed. I know it's like kind of the number one thing everyone says to do to feel like you have it together. And it just like the day that I did it, I also like kind of cleaned up my room in a vlog on my YouTube channel last week, youtube.com slash love Lauren Elizabeth. And it is genuinely a mood booster. So after I did it one day, I was like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this just because it is weird. We're like staying home and it's kind of like you roll out of bed and like start work. It's not a normal routine. So I will say a mood booster for me is kind of like taking my power back in the morning and not just immediately jumping into everyone that needs me. Cause it's always that thing of like, when you open your phone, you're automatically receiving and instead of controlling, you're like letting other people control your energy because it's all the incoming stuff. So it was nice really taking that moment of making my bed in the morning because it's such a small thing, but it's something I haven't done in so long and it really was a mood booster. My next mood booster is this new amazing oil. It's this face oil from The Feelist. I've talked to you guys about their like CBD lotions before and their face oil is literally a game changer. My mood was boosted so much when I was trying to relax and calm myself down. I ended up like using way too much and just giving myself facial massages for three days. It was so nice. It's so easy and it literally is just incredible. I looked at everything about it on Instagram and I was just so impressed that it's like non-comedogenic which is the word that I can't say but it means it's actually not pore clogging and I don't know it's just like the CBD actually reduces inflammation in your skin and like redness and that's kind of like what I really need right now in conjunction with all my other skincare so I'm really impressed with it and I moved it to my nightstand that's when you know something is a real mood booster when a product gets moved to the nightstand. And then my last mood booster is going to the bookstore. I don't know if I'm like old and boring, but I love going to the bookstore because I like just going and taking photos of books and then kind of finding them on Amazon and reading some of the reviews. But it's really nice and refreshing to just go be in that environment because when I was younger, I loved just going and sitting at Barnes and Noble and I just, I don't know, I love being able to just like touch and feel the books and really kind of get a feel for them before I go and look at them on Amazon. Because usually on Amazon, I just like read the reviews and just like, it's hard to kind of navigate for me. So it has been such a mood booster to get myself back into reading, which is obviously super, super great self-care to be able to get off social media, etc. But just going to the bookstore has been so, so nice. So I've been going a few times. I went yesterday, I sat down with like a pile of books, I flipped through them, got a kind of a feel for them, took pictures pictures of stuff that I liked and just have like this little folder on my phone now of books that looked good at the bookstore that I can then go buy on a Kindle or iPad or anything like that if I choose to. So those are my little de-stressing mood boosters of the week. And before we get into current mood convo, I want to talk to you guys about Fight Camp. I don't know if you guys know this, but my personal trainer, yes, I had a personal trainer, used to call me lights out, Lauren, because I was incredible at boxing. If you don't believe me, I will literally post the video on my Instagram. So let a girl know. I'm I'm happy to post it. I used to be incredibly fit. And honestly, this whole being at home thing, I was literally sitting last night and I was like, I feel like I looked the best when I just literally worked out. I didn't even eat any crazy diet or anything. I just have to be active. And so 
I've gotten really bored with my workouts and I'm just kind of looking for a workout that keeps me engaged, learning, excited, and motivated. And a workout that's just like never boring. It's always challenging. So if you're like me, you've got to check out Fight Camp. Fight Camp brings the boxing gym to your living room. They provide all the gear and top trainers, everything you need to get great workouts in. The boxing workout has always been ranked as one of the best ways to get in shape. And it's honestly one of the most fun ways to combine cardio and strength training. And you look so amazing and you're have so much fun I think it's really cool that it comes with all the gear you need because I just think that's so freaking cool and it's the best freestanding punching bag on the market great boxing gloves quick hand wraps and their unique punch track sensors that show you your real-time progress and stats on any iOS device which is just like literally so cool and it I'd never have to go to boxing class again If you're new to boxing, unlike me, because I'm lights out Lauren, their 12-week starter program teaches you the fundamentals of boxing while you get a great workout every single time. Try Fight Camp workouts for free. You can just download the Fight Camp app and select the workouts of your choice and try the workouts for free. Fight Camp offers flexible financing as low as 0% APR. And right now as a limited time offer, you can try Fight Camp for 30 days with your money back guaranteed. Just go to joinfightclub.com slash mood. That's right. Try Fight Camp for 30 days. And if you don't love it, they'll refund your money. Train like a fighter and turn your sweat into results. To try Fight Camp for 30 days, just go to joinfightcamp.com slash mood. That's joinfightcamp.com slash mood. So for this week's current mood convo, I know we've all been feeling super stressed just with this year in general. We talked about mental health last week, and I really want to talk about stress today because I know this is also a super stressful week with everything that's going on in the world and just in general honestly I mean stress is something that is constantly happening to us and we're constantly dealing with and I think there's a few things that are more eye-opening when you talk about stress and just to give you a little backstory I was someone before I started therapy that thought that if I got rid of stress I wouldn't have any motivation or any way to be really good at my job and be like just a hard worker and get shit done. I was afraid that if I let go of stress, I wouldn't be able to do that. So I was taught that stress was the thing that made me feel that way. And I learned to kind of release it. So obviously when you see the stress curve, you see that there is kind of a peak performance point, which is at the top. So it's kind of in between you're super, super lazy because you have like no stress and no worries. You're basically a kid. And then on the other side, it's like you're way too stressed where it's actually affecting you in a chronic, like in a horrible, horrible way to where you're burnt out and exhausted. So a little bit of stress is always okay. And I think that was really eye-opening for me to realize that like, oh, I don't have to be completely stress-free. Like I'm still allowed to care about things because I thought if I took stress away, I wouldn't care about anything. But I was just using stress in a super, super unhealthy way that was creating me to burn out. When I first moved to LA, I had to hustle and I had to pay bills and make sure that I was checking off all these boxes so I didn't have to go home. And obviously I still have to keep checking all these boxes and have all these goals and feel the need to be, you know, success is always defined differently to each of us. And I think that we're always redefining it for ourselves and pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves. And I feel like, especially in the world we live in, it's like this hustle mentality and work harder, go home. And like, if you're not working 20 hours a day, you're shitty at your job it's just we've created this like inspiration and we've turned it into this toxic selling of stress and so I think it's a really good reminder that whenever you see boss babe girl boss hustle like work hard it's like you can do those things but also take care of yourself because you can be at the peak performance level of stress 
and get shit done and be a good human from the inside out without burning out. So when I was doing that, unfortunately, I was really, really sick. I was sick for about three years. I mean, I have a you know chronic illness journey of my own just in general, but for three years, I was working so hard, too hard to where I was consistently sick. I was on antibiotics and steroids every single month. I was always out of commission. My voice was always going. I just was exhausted 24-7, just so, so stressed. And it got to the point where I actually needed surgery because I couldn't take antibiotics and steroids that often anymore. And so obviously that was helpful, but I still learned the hard way how much stress can really impact your life negatively. And so I've had to work really hard at not letting stress and fear and anxiety control my life. But I think it is important to realize that stress and anxiety are very different because obviously we're all going to deal with stress. We're all human. It can affect our quality of life, our relationships, our mental state. That's kind of what the stress diagram, the curve is all about because there's different levels of stress. And stress is usually, when you think of stress, you think of like all the things happening in your life that are happening to you, right? You're like, oh, this is happening. This is happening. I have to do this. I have to do that. It's kind of like based on external things that are stressing you out. It's usually your phone or the your business partners or your boyfriend or whatever. It's stressing you out. Whereas anxiety is like as you go down the curve, you're actually internalizing all of this stuff. And it's not that these other people are stressing you out. It's you're making it worse in your head. And it's really really persistent it doesn't stop it gets worse you go down the rabbit hole and it's kind of like you're almost enter a new realm in your brain because stress has now turned into anxiety and anxiety is taking over your life so I think it's really good to realize that if you're super super stressed like let's say all the time you have to work on your stress but you don't necessarily have anxiety but if you can be so stressed that the way you internalize it becomes anxiety. So I know that's very common, especially for people that listen to this podcast, because I feel like you probably relate to the fact that I have anxiety as well. And obviously, you know, the best thing you can do is seek help and get therapy and find tools and ways to really kind of cope with this high amount of stress that you have in your life. But as we're super, super stressed this week, I think it's important to realize when to kind of like cut it off, when to kind of think logical with your brain. I think the best thing I've done is learned about these things and then realized, okay, this is stress. This is anxiety. And it's not to label it, but it's really amazing what you can do when you look at something that's happening to you and remind yourself that that's not who you are. So when you're having a super, super good mood and all of a sudden a bad mood comes at you, you have to remember that that good mood and that person, that capability, those morals, your character is still intact. You are still inside of there. There are just things happening that are stressing you out. The stress is coming on to you. The anxiety is coming on to you. Try to, when you're feeling that way, separate it for a moment and say, this is just stress. This is just anxiety. It is not me. That has been really, really helpful for me in separating myself because the easiest thing to do when you're stressed or have anxiety is pile it on. So if you're stressed about one thing, the next thing you know, you're adding and adding and piling it on. Oh, I can't believe this person just texted me. Oh, and I have to go do this. Oh my God. And da, 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 da. It just, you pile it on. That's chronic stress when you're just piling it on. It's just, you're making it worse and you're going down the curve. 
What anxiety is, is when things are stressing you out and you start to get fearful of them and you internalize it as, oh, this is stressing me out. Oh my God, why am I so stressed? What if this happens? How should I do this? But if I do it like this and you make it a thing in your head, you're not just piling it on, you're piling on scenarios and ideas and thoughts and you're just literally driving yourself insane. And so when you label these things and you just make them a thing, it's not as scary. Oh, this is just stress. Huh? This is just anxiety. What can I do to make myself feel better in this moment? Do I honor my feelings and take a break and breathe and put my phone down and leave the situation? Do I have my personal boundaries or do I really put up my personal boundaries and actually take that extra step of self-care, which is reaching out for help, really doing things that are counterintuitive to what your anxiety and your stress is telling you to. The best thing I've learned is that whatever my fear is telling me or whatever is stressing me out, I decide, do I need to take care of this right now or do I literally need to do the exact opposite? If something is stressing me out and I can't do anything about it, instead of thinking about it, I'm gonna do the exact opposite and I'm gonna put my phone down and I'm gonna go on a walk. Sometimes it's almost the harder thing to do, but it is what you should actually be navigating towards. That's why the next right action that I talk about doesn't always feel like the one you want to do, but it's the next right thing to do. So as much as you want to feel maybe sometimes that you want to take a break, that you want to give up, that you can't deal with this anymore, you hate everything, you're so stressed out, you just can't deal, you're going to explode. Why don't you take the next right action, which is stopping that train of thought, identifying it, taking a deep breath and decide how you're going to deal with it the right way, not the way it's manifesting in your body because your future self is really going to thank you. For instance, last night, super stressed out about getting something done for work and I made the choice. Do I take a break and take care of myself or am I just completely stressing out about this? It's actually not that big of a deal and I can get it done. The next right action wasn't what I wanted to do. Obviously, I just wanted to just shut my computer and not deal with anything anymore. But then I realized it's actually not as scary. I'm making it way more of a deal per usual in my head. And the next right action, I'm going to thank myself for this later. I got my work done. When I woke up this morning, I was like, I love myself for getting that done because Now I'm stressing out about everything I have to do today. And thank God, past Lauren got that shit done for me. A lot of the things that I've had to do when I'm feeling stressed that are just in the moment and that aren't as big as maybe taking the next right action, the next right small action is literally physical stuff is like sit down or lay down. I have to really, really unclench my jaw because that is a new little fun thing my body has been doing. I literally open my jaw, I like unclench it, I like move, I wiggle it around a little bit, I make sure it like, you know, isn't too tight, it's not getting tightened up, and then when I put, when I put, when I like basically, you know, go back to a normal mouth position, I make sure like my teeth aren't touching, my tongue doesn't have any like muscle tension in it, I really, really try to relax my entire mouth and jaw. It's kind of something that you do just in meditation in general, they tell you to kind of, you know, really focus on each part of your body and release the physical tension because you don't realize how much it is in your body. And so it's really, really good to like sit down or lay down, take a deep breath and like unclench everything. Like literally put your shoulders down, make sure your shoulders aren't up to like your freaking chin because I do that too. And sometimes 
honestly, sometimes I even just stress because my body really, really holds fear and stress and anxiety. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but I really have to like do a head circle, like do a downward dog, go into child's pose, just like really, really ground myself. And when you're doing all these things, like you can't really be doing anything else. So it's really nice. It could be like 60 seconds, but you're doing that not only for your sanity because you're being in the present moment and you're grounding yourself and you're taking a deep breath, but you're also kind of getting off your phone for at least 60 seconds just to stretch out really quick, whether it's on the floor or laying down in bed. I do both. Quick break to talk to you guys about Magic Spoon. This is a total mood booster because growing up cereal was obviously one of my favorite things in the world. You guys know I set up that box fort situation, my divider, my little cubicle with my cereal boxes, and now I can do that again. So now I can have my brother leave me alone during breakfast. It's like literally taking me back to my childhood. But now I can do that because of Magic Spoon. I've been trying to cut down on sugar and unhealthy food because I realize I really need to get my life together and it just makes me feel better. And something I haven't been good at is breakfast. It's really important to eat breakfast and it's a great start to the day, but I have not been prioritizing it until I got Magic Spoon. They have zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. They have four flavors that are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. Mine is mixing the blueberry and the frosted. It tastes literally amazing. It's too good to be true that this cereal is actually good for you. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And you get to have cereal. I put almond milk in mine. It's such a treat, even sometimes a late night snack. Don't tell Magic Spoon, but I just love it so much. It can be like dessert. So if you haven't tried it and you love cereal as much as I do, but don't want to buy anything with all that sugar and just insaneness in it, go to magicspoon.com slash mood to grab a variety pack and try it out today. And be sure to use my promo code mood at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money no questions asked that's magicspoon.com slash mood and use the code mood for free shipping thank you magic spoon for sponsoring this podcast another thing you'll learn in therapy which is super super simple and all these things are simple but we forget them like that's why my mood booster this week was making my bed because it's like duh how many times does someone tell you that but it's not till someone tells you again that you like actually remember to do it and take care of yourself so if you're really really stressed out and you need to get off your phone and it's turning into anxiety I did this with my friend in Wyoming. I was like, look around the room, like name everything around you. It's like the lamp is black. The shade is tan. I'm looking at my window treatments. I can kind of see something outside. Like you're literally just pointing out things in the room to ground yourself in the present moment and feel where you are and focus on and make your brain shift focus on where you are, what's around you. You can either do the other senses. I just try to get myself out of my head. I focus on the things that are around me, but you can focus on sounds and scents and tastes and whatever. But usually I'm just having anxiety in my bed. So I'm kind of just naming things in my room and putting my phone down. One of my favorite things to do is follow different social media accounts, which is why I try to make mood with Lauren Elizabeth on Instagram. So great for you guys because I love just getting those little reminders as I'm scrolling that just tell me affirmations and quotes and just it makes you feel less alone too. It's like, oh, someone else wrote this and it literally is exactly how I'm feeling. So if you don't follow that type of stuff on Instagram and you are someone that's on Instagram a lot, I'd highly suggest kind of making the switch. If you're someone that likes writing and stuff like that, journaling is a really, really great thing to do. I'm not super huge on journaling. I just kind of have journal prompts in my phone that I 
try to think of. So if I'm super, super stressed, I have this prompt in my phone that's like, what's really going on? What am I feeling? What am I thinking? What is my choice? Like it really just grounds you of like, okay, what is actually happening in this moment? And whatever I'm stressed about most likely isn't in my room. It's not attacking me. There's not someone in my room like coming after me in that moment. It's like all the outside thoughts or the inside thoughts. So I really like to ground myself on like, okay, what is actually happening right now? Like, what am I actually feeling? What am I actually thinking? Like what's real, what's not? And how do I want to proceed with this? Which is kind of what I talked to you guys about earlier in the episode. I think the biggest thing you need to remember, especially this week is like, I posted something like this on Instagram today, but like, it's okay to feel how you feel. And you don't have to, be like, oh my God, I'm having stress or anxiety. I can't believe it. I've been doing so well. I'm so horrible. I had such a good week and now all of a sudden I have such a bad mood. Like it's okay to feel the bad stuff. Like you're human. You're going to be stressed. You might be anxious. You might be sad. It's completely okay. Like you are not an invalidated human because you're not 100% doing well and handling everything well 24-7. That is just completely not realistic. No matter how great someone is, no matter what's going on in their life, they're going to experience human emotion. And just because you experience your anxiety or your stress a certain way, that doesn't mean you have to shame yourself for it. You can honor your feelings. I tell you guys this all the time. Like, It is okay to take time for yourself. It is okay to have boundaries. It is okay to not be handling this week similarly to someone else you see on social media or in your life. Like you are allowed to handle your emotions the way it works for you, the way it's going to be best for your future self and the way that's going to get you through it because everyone is different. We all experience things differently. We all manifest things in our body differently and stress affects all of us differently. So yeah, you might have a friend that gets super stressed, but like handles it with complete ease because they just might not be as prone to anxiety than you. But that doesn't mean that you have to be like them. That means that you have to figure out what works for you and that's okay. And the way you handle it versus someone else, that's just compare and despair. That's just making yourself piling it on, feeling worse because you should be doing something else. You shouldn't be doing anything. You have to do what's good for you, even if that's getting in bed, even if that's turning off your phone. Before you can get to anything like meditation and breathing and stretching out your body, you'll get there, whether it's in five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, just focus on grounding yourself in the moment. I think some of the best things I've learned is that I feel so stressed and I'm like, oh, I can't take a moment to relax. But then when I do, I realize I really only needed like 15, 20 minutes and like can actually get back to what I'm doing. And it was actually more helpful for me to take that moment because it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm actually okay. So I stopped myself from piling on, paused, took a breather, and then went back to what I was doing. In that, in my head, I was like, I can't do this anymore, but I can't take a break. The break was 20 minutes. It was fine. I'm fine. My favorite thing that I've been telling myself lately is when I'm not okay, I'm not okay. But I will be okay. And it's okay that I'm not okay right now because I will be. It's just this like constant mantra that I've been telling myself because I've been dealing with a lot of stress lately, but it's okay. And I think when you handle stress in situations with your emotional side and your logical side, kind of peeping in to remind you things, kind of doing the next right thing, taking the right action, 
you realize that you're handling these things a lot better than you thought you could. And you're coming out stronger. You're staying more calm. You're actually handling the actual situations better than you thought you would. And you're just making yourself proud. And that's kind of the whole point of life. So don't let stress dictate your life. Don't let it dictate your character. You're going to be stressed. That's okay. Figure out where you are on the curve. Am I just at peak performance stress level or am I going down the wrong side of the curve towards despair and burnout and just not being able to function? Make sure you're kind of keeping yourself as close as you can to the top point of that curve because guess what? You can't be at that top point all the time or else you're a superhuman. So you're good. Just at least do little things that are going to help you have an easier ebb and flow in your life. It's not so drastic. It's not up and then down and then up and then down. It's just more of a little bit of a flow. I think that's kind of the goal. The goal isn't to never be stressed. I also saw something that I'm going to post on my Mood with Lauren Elizabeth page. And I know that there's a lot of fear and anger and anxiety around voting. But we also have to remember that we have a sense of community. There is gratitude. There is passion. It's a privilege. You know, it happens all the time. This is a very, very different election and it can be very stressful. I know there is a lot of things going out in the world and sometimes you just have to kind of creep in with gratitude. I think it's the best thing to do is to creep in with gratitude no matter how big or small of things you can name that you're grateful for. Last night before I was going to bed and I had a bunch of anxiety and my brain was just automatically going towards negative things, I had to remind myself, I had to like swoop in and just say, this good thing happened. I'm grateful for this small victory. Like I am proud of myself for how far I've come. And just it's hard and sometimes your brain fights back because it's so much easier for our brains to go to a negative space. So just try to use your real character and your real voice, not just your head and be positive. Be a light in your own life and you'll be a light in other people's lives. So take care of yourself and it's going to be better for everyone, but mostly you in the long run. So Don't compare yourself to other people because you're on the right track for you and you will come out the other side, not stress-free, but you'll have moments that are stress-free and you'll have a little bit more balance. And when I say balance, it's not equally balanced on both sides at all times. It's more of an in-between flow. Like think of just like a, like water that's kind of like, that doesn't make sense. Maybe I'll post a video of me doing that. But just remember, like, you are okay. Even if you're not okay, you will be okay. And there are things you can do to cope with stress besides pile it on, get burnt out. And if you do, guess what? You just learned the hard way. I did it last week. I got physically sick. It's okay. It doesn't mean I'm going to pile it on. I noticed it and I went, shit, okay. As hard as it is for me to rest, I'm going to do it because my body clearly needs it. So take it from me as someone that gets way too stressed to at least do what I did and actually listen to my body. Was it a little bit too late? Yes, but it wasn't actually too late because all I needed was like a day and a half of rest and I was fine. I was okay and I listened to my body and I go to bed every night trying to think of things I'm grateful for. I try to take everything one moment at a time, one day at a time. I pause and I just do the best I can and I know that I can't compare myself to other people because no one knows the work that I put in behind the scenes. No one knows the work you put in behind the scenes. So if you're not good enough for someone else, they don't even fucking know half of the shit that you're going through and that you're battling and how great of a fucking job you're doing. So just remember that and be proud of yourself. 
follow the right accounts on Instagram and take care of yourself this week. Try not to stress too much. And just remember, you are going to be okay. You've gotten through every single stressful situation in your life up until this point. You can get through this one too. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood. I can't wait to just finish out this year strong with podcasts with you guys. I love you and adore you so much more than you know. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Don't forget to rate my podcast. It really, really helps me. Check out the amazing sponsors because I love them and adore them as well. Follow me on Instagram at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth and at Lauren Elizabeth. I have some exciting news coming to you next week. I'm going to post a little Q&A sticker on Instagram and then on Mood, I'm going to ask you guys how much you want me to go into it on the podcast. So we will be chatting in the meantime. Have an amazing week. I love you guys and keep your moods boosted. Bye.